Hello and welcome to the third episode of the hashtag Own Your Different show. I am your host, Madison Dornkamp, and the creator of hashtag Own Your Different. Today, I've decided that we are going to do a little bit of a Q&A. Like I'd mentioned last week, I originally planned this for the last episode, decided to do it for this one instead. I received a few different questions on Instagram And I'm just going to get right on into those because I want you to understand a little bit more about me and why I created this platform and everything that goes along with it. So let's just get right on into it. Starting off, I feel like this is a good starting question because I'm actually recording this on a Tuesday and it doesn't come out until Friday and I have a question about my next travel destination, which is why I'm recording this early and I am headed to Florida tomorrow. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I haven't been on a plane since January. I have my mask all picked out. So my next travel destination is Florida. I've only been to Florida one time previously, and this time I'm going to the other side of the state. So super excited, ready to sit by the pool, ready to sit by the beach. My next question, I had someone ask me to tell my story, and I think if I got into telling my story, I definitely need a co-host, and... We would be here for a very long time. So I'll give you kind of a high-level overview here. Um, 27 years old, based in Denver, Colorado. I'm originally from southeastern Colorado. I grew up on a farm and a ranch. I have one older brother who has three beautiful little girls. So I am an aunt, which is the best job in the world, hands down. I work remotely. I run a supplementing business, which is in the roofing and exterior space. So I have a lot of knowledge on working in a male dominant field. I think it's probably what I was always meant to do. I love business. I love everything about business. I'm a little hustler. I would try to hustle you out of anything and everything. It's just who I am. I care a lot about people, which is why I have a blog and a brand and I have now a podcast and I have the hashtag on your different because I do I just really care about people I care about connecting with people whether you're my friends whether you're my family whether you're my customers I really value those relationships and I take those very seriously I was Miss Colorado USA 2019 you can google it if you don't believe me you'll find me So I competed at Miss USA last year, and I do have a couple questions regarding Miss Colorado, so I'll get into that a little bit later. I'm a pure bar instructor. I'm a fitness fanatic, currently obsessed with Peloton, especially since quarantine. I've been doing yoga every morning. I feel like it's really helped me get my mind right, and I recently bought a Peloton bike, so... If you have a Peloton, you want to be friends on the Peloton, you can follow me. My um, username is Maddie Alicia, M-A-D-I-E-L-I-S-H-A. And if you didn't know, my middle name is Alicia, which is where that comes from. Yeah, I'm really an open book. I decided to start this podcast, and this is also one of the questions is why I wanted to start a podcast. I have so many reasons for why I wanted to start a podcast Owning who you are as a person and owning what you might think is an imperfection, I think, is what makes you successful. 
and what makes you you. I know originally when I started competing in pageants, I think this is really when I had to navigate this for myself. I thought that I always had to be the pageant girl and be what everyone else was. And I knew I just never fit in that box. I knew I wasn't someone who was obsessed with hair and makeup, but I loved pageantry because I loved what it did for me as as a person. And over the course of five years, it took me learning to embrace those flaws and imperfections that really just make me different and own who you are and own your space, own your personality. I know I (laughs) get a lot of comments in person where people have either read my blog or they've seen my Instagram. And this is another big reason I wanted a podcast is because people say, oh, you're not what I expected. I don't think I'm ever going to be what someone expects, but I also want this podcast to show a little bit more of my personality. I do think sometimes I'm kind of funny. I'm kind of witty. I say a lot of bad words and that's not always portrayed in my social media unless you're watching my stories and it has become clear to me that really not that many of you watch my stories compare to who um, reads my blog or likes my photos on Instagram. And I also know that this is just a platform that I freaking love. I love podcasts. I think podcasts honestly changed my life. Um, One of my favorite creators is The Skinny Confidential. And that's also a question on here is who are my favorite creators. She is hands down my favorite. And I knew nothing about her until podcasting. I actually found her because of Business Rockstars. Um, And at the time, my pageant coach at the time, Alex Worley, whom I love and adore and who has also been a big mentor to me, was interviewing Lauren Everett of The Skinny Confidential on Business Rockstars. And this was right when they started a podcast back in 2016. And her husband, Michael, is also on the podcast. And I think he is just important, as important to that podcast as she is. And I have just learned so much from them. I think listening to them helped me broaden my perspective. It helped me quit my nine to five job. Like I just kept hearing her story of how she was doing Pilates and a beer bar and working in a restaurant and decided she wanted this side hustle and she made it fucking work. So that's inspired me. That's what I want to do. If I help one person if one person believes in themselves a little bit more or one person taps into their true potential or one person even just laughs their ass off for 30 minutes because we get into talking about dating apps and the absurd things men put on their hinge profiles then I then wonderful then my purpose has been served I want to connect I want to grow I want you to feel something. I want you to see how I embrace who I am and run with it because that's what podcasting is. And how many other times in life can you hear someone's voice and it sounds like they're talking to you directly and they're right there? That's what a podcast is. And I love podcasting. I'm so excited that I finally Googled enough information to figure this out. Moving right along with more questions. 
In regards to Miss Colorado, I got the question of was being Miss Colorado everything you thought it would be? Yes and no, because I think winning something like a pageant or anything really is so much about the journey and not necessarily the destination. I am so grateful for my experience as Miss Colorado USA. I loved it. I think I made the most of it. But I think you have to be really real on the fact that a pageant is what you make it and winning is what you make it. So I could have chose to not do very many events and I could have chose to not try hard enough for Miss USA or I could have chose to be really, really upset at Miss USA when I didn't make the top 15 instead of choosing to have a positive attitude. I think so much about Miss Colorado had to do with my perspective on things. And sure, there was definitely some days that sucked. Don't get that wrong for one second. Or days that you would have to be an event at four o'clock in the morning and you were at another event the night before until midnight. And there was there was late nights and early mornings, but anything that is worth it has sacrifices. And I don't think Miss Colorado USA is any different. I also got the question in regards to Miss Colorado, what did I do the last year that I didn't do any of the years prior when I competed? And for those of you that don't know, I won Miss Colorado USA on my fifth try. I had competed when I was 18 and then took a few years off, competed again when I was 21, 22, 23, took a year off and came back when one when I was 25. I was so much more mature when I was 25, obviously, versus when I was 18. Um, But I had fully embraced who I was. I never compared myself to anyone else. I never got in my head whatsoever. I didn't have my phone the whole weekend. I just soaked it in because I knew that if I didn't pay attention or if I didn't really just live in the moment that I would regret it, I had already kind of decided that if I didn't win, I probably wasn't going back. But that's not even what I was thinking about. I was just thinking about doing my best and having fun. And it just so happened that Haley Khalil was a judge whom, if you don't know, is a Sports Illustrated model. And I was just so excited to see her that for some reason that gave me some weird level of comfort, which I think some people might have done the opposite to. But I was just so excited. I had watched her and realized that she was a regular person just like me and I embraced who I was. I did my hair so I liked how it looked. I had a dress that I loved. I had outfits that I loved and I just showed up as Madison. I didn't stress out about anything. I was in damn good shape and I just owned it. I literally owned my different. I owned who I was and Lived in the moment because that's all you can do. Ultimately, in a competition like a pageant, there's only one girl walking away with a crown. So if you're not having a good attitude, if you don't have other goals, like it's highly likely you're going to come out disappointed because really it's someone else's decision. A different day, a different judge. Like we could have competed the next day and someone else could have won with the exact same group of girls. Like you never know what's going to happen. So your attitude is everything when it comes to competing. Another question I got was, what is something 
you do or concentrate on when you're having a rough one? I I guess it would depend um, what the rough one was exactly. So if I was at my house, like at my home, and I was having a rough one during work, I would go outside and I would walk my dog. If I was having an anxiety attack, because I do have those, so I really do understand what it means, I would put my phone down. First and foremost, if I'm having a hard day, I put my phone down. I just don't get on social media. I don't mess with it because the smallest thing can irritate me. And even if someone has the most positive intent, if someone, I read something and I think they're being a jerk, like it can negatively affect me instead of positively affect me. So I put my phone down. If I'm at home, in my house, anxiety attack status, I do some breath work. For breath work, I just sit on my couch. Sometimes I put my feet in my foot massager, shut my lines, and I just focus on breathing. I don't focus on anything specific. I just focus on breathing until I can feel myself calm down. If I'm at a place in the day where I can sit down and write and journal, I will because sometimes you just have to write down your emotions and then move on from them. But if I'm writing down my emotions, I always finish it off with uh, gratitudes of some form. Even the simplest things, like I genuinely usually write the simplest gratitudes. I write gratitudes every morning. I usually don't write them at night, but I definitely do in the morning um, at least three. And they're so specific. So an example of a gratitude for me is usually like I'm so grateful for this warm coffee in the morning with cinnamon because it makes me feel good. Or something so small and so specific. Or I'm so grateful that I get to take my dog on a walk on this warm morning that most people would kill to get to do this. I think it's so important not to look over the simple things or the beautiful things in your life, even when you are having a really rough time. I personally went through probably a year and a half to two years of a really bad relationship. And every day I felt like was a rough time. So I learned how to journal and really tap into that because it made me remind myself who I am. Instead of outside things saying who I was, I was able to know in my heart and in my soul who I am and my decisions determine who I am. And even at moments when I would get frustrated, I could come back to those things. I'm a huge positive affirmation person. So I even journal those. I write, I am strong, I am powerful, I'm caring, I'm empathetic. Everything that even if I feel like I'm not quite that all the time or I'm not there yet, I write them because it makes me feel stronger and it makes me feel much more grounded. Also, like I mentioned earlier, another great option is I do yoga. I do yoga at home. Um, I love Anna Greenberg on the Peloton app. I... (laughs) I'm obsessed with her voice. I think it's so calming that I just tune into it. I'm not very good at yoga, but I do feel really grounded and really calm afterwards. Another question I got was, what is my favorite Netflix quarantine finds? Okay, so I have a top three Netflix quarantine watches. Outer Banks, hands down. I'm freaking obsessed. If you haven't watched Outer Banks, you need to watch it. You need to make it past the first three episodes because I think they're kind of slow and then it is 
fire. I watched the whole like three through the end of the season in one day. So good. Feel free to put me on Outer Banks too, people. Or Outer Banks continuing. Holler. I'm your girl. My other one is Sweet Magnolias. So cute. So sweet. I am a big fan of anything similar to Sweet Magnolia. It's very similar to How to Dixie or Virgin River. And that baseball coach is smoking hot. And my last one would be All-American. There's two seasons of All-American, which is awesome because, you know, you might want to binge watch a little bit more than just a season. And I loved All-American. I believe it's based on a true story. I don't know for sure. I obviously should have Googled that before I just blabbered that off. So if you know that, you just let me know. And my last question was, when am I doing another live cooking show? We'll do that soon. I'm thinking we do cauliflower pizzas, but the cauliflower thins that I use are kind of tricky to get in, so I will have to post that two or three weeks in advance because I actually ordered mine from Amazon, which is funny. They do have them at some Whole Foods. I'm sure they probably have them at a natural grocer's, but I haven't been to a grocery store in a long time because I've been ordering my groceries, so I really have no idea. And if you have more questions, please message me, DM me. If you want to know more specifics, we'll get into it on the next show. I'm not sure what the topic of the next show is going to be. I'm hopefully going to start doing interviews here soon. So if you or someone you know want to be a guest, have something fun to talk about, something to share, holler. Let me know. You can... Find me on Instagram and let me know at Madison Dorncamp. You can find me online at madisondorncamp.net. And that is all, friends. Um, make sure you rate and review the podcast. Subscribe because the more subscribers, the more likely this show is to keep going. The more listens, share it, tag me in it. I want this to be an interactive experience. And I can't wait to hear from you soon.